Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, Redefining Yoga listeners. We've got a big update for you. We're revamping our podcast and we're now proudly known as Redefining Movement. We've always been more than just yoga, but we feel that the word movement really encompasses you and why you come here. And that's not all the changes we're making. We're also slowing down our cadence a bit to five fantastic episodes a month. Why, you ask? This will allow us to be more intentional with the top-notch content that you already love and know. And guess what? We've got some incredible special series lined up that you won't want to miss. Get ready for even higher quality interviews, expert insights, and a fresh perspective on movement. So hit that subscribe button to stay in the loop. Keep moving. It's a thrilling journey, and we're excited to have you along for the ride. Today's podcast is sponsored by one of our favorite products, Almond Cow. We've been using it for well over a year, and I say we, mostly my husband, Mark, who is mooing. Honey, what are your thoughts about Almond Cow? (laughs) This is the moo man. He's back. (laughs) I love the Almond Cow because we know how great it is. Anything that you can make a plant-based milk with, you're set. And I just have it. I don't need to make make that much. It's just sitting in the pantry. And then when we're ready, I just make it. It takes a minute. Is it, it tastes so good. It tastes so good. And for those of you who are thinking about it, let me tell you why. There, there are no added preservatives, any kind of artificial stuff. You put in it what you want. You can sweeten it to your taste. It is so easy to make, so easy to clean up. And it's pure gold. It really is. And they give you a lot of recipes on the Almond Cow website. You have the recipe, so you don't have to think, you don't have to go anywhere to find it. It's there for you. Yes, we love it so much. So if you're interested in getting your own, go check out the link or just go to their site, almondcow.co, and you can use code Lara, L-A-R-A, for extra savings. Go get yourself one and have fun. I'm Lara Hyman, and welcome to Redefining Movement, a lit podcast designed to investigate all aspects of movement from my background in physical therapy and neuroscience. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter movement patterns and compassion for ourselves and others. So together we can live our most uplifted lives, benefiting all beings. I am returning from a month long break from the podcast, which I launched almost five years ago. Wow. With over 3 million downloads and close to 700 episodes, my heart feels so full and grateful, and I've loved this podcast space even more than I could have imagined. 
In all those years, I never took a proper break. And so this month's topic is a discussion why creative breaks are good to take. In my own movement practice and teachings, I know that small breaks often give me the opportunity to dream up new ideas and ways to move and transition, and even how I language my teachings to increase the impact they have. Even if you don't think of yourself as a creative type, which I used to not think of myself as that, and now I realize I really am that, I want to invite you to believe that you have more creativity than you might think, and then let's discuss why a break from your routine might spark more creative juices. So first, a bit about creativity. Being creative has been a defining characteristics of humans since the beginning of our civilization. We have a natural predisposition towards creativity, and that's traced back all the way to like prehistoric cave drawings and the way that we shared stories and myths predating even the Odyssey, like Homer's journey. So mankind has always had this drive innately for creativity. And that could be, again, in the form of art or the way we tell stories or singing or other innovations that have happened throughout our time period. And, you know, we know that creative juices are so important for vitality, for for coming up with solutions when there's problems, whether it's social problems or global problems or work problems or home problems. It's better sometimes to think outside the box, but we need sometimes a little space and pause to really reflect and come up with creative solutions. Now, from a survival perspective, and if you didn't know this already, my undergraduate degree was in biological anthropology and anatomy, so I really studied evolution a lot. And from an evolutionary standpoint, creativity is not necessarily a necessity. So that begs the question, why have humans been creative? So I looked up some research, and researchers from Drexel University performed some neurological experiments, and they found what they believe is an answer, and that is that creative epiphanies or these kind of like aha moments give us the same um, response in the brain reward centers as if we just had delicious food or wonderful pleasure or substances that are addictive that also target that area, the brain reward center. And so that in, you know, these Drexel researchers believe that that was part of the evolutionary reason that creativity was important because the brain, the human brain was evolved to reward creativity because we already know how it impacts the reward centers based on their research. So in other words, We often just feel good when we are using our creative muscles. And then researchers focused specifically on these breaks of creativity or like these moments of creativity and called them, quote, sudden experiences of non-obvious perspectives, ideas or solutions that can lead to inventions and other breakthroughs. Hence the term we use, aha moment. So these findings do strongly indicate that some people are definitely born with a predisposition to have creativity associated with some kind of deep pleasure. 
not everybody's going to have, there are obviously people that are more creative and you can imagine like anybody that you know that is creative, whether it's a musician or an artist, they have sometimes that flow state, which could also feel like when you're in exercise mode and you have that flow state. So you're getting into those really wonderful neurotransmitters that give the reward for the activity at hand. So Duke University, where I went, also had some new, some new research in terms of creativity. And that is that looking at the different hemispheres of the brain. So if we know like the brain is such a complex, complex organism, like the ability of the brain um, to correspond to two different sides of the brain, the two hemispheres, and then the corpus callosum, which is the in-between, this super highway of information going from the two hemispheres with a complex network of wired connections. That's kind of a simple way of thinking about it. So they looked at the brain and we often think of like people as being left brain or right brain and the right hemisphere is gonna be more um, associated with artistic awareness. But what they discovered is that the right hemisphere isn't the only part of the brain that has um, that feature that determines creativity. It's that, People that they found that the top 15% of the most creative participants, meaning they scored really high in these creative tests, had more connections between the left and right side of the brain. So that corpus callosum, that highway between them, um, was working overtime, like really, really strongly. And they also found that in the frontal lobe, which we often associate with like memory and processing and other kinds of you know, concentration activities, the frontal lobe was um, happened was vibrant during this these creative tests. So the kind of, I guess, result of this study was just reinforcing how using creative or, or using visual or concentration type techniques, like meditation, could in fact help that brain plasticity and that communication of the two hemispheres of the brain and the frontal lobe, allowing the brain to really rev up all of its neuron networks and give you a clear, um, just access to the creative part of the brain. And if you've ever meditated or even just walked in the woods and weren't even thinking that it was meditative, but it was calming, we know that meditation is this form of an intentional break where we can attempt to focus the mind, clear up the clutter in this super highway of these wired connections. And that can give us that clue of why taking a break, um, why a creative break can be really good because it gives you that opportunity to clear up the mind. Today's podcast is sponsored by Aminoco. I've been using Aminoco products for well over a year, and I really love them. I love the taste, but most importantly, I love the science-backed health benefits. Today, I'm going to tell you about life. Life is the name of it. So life is really great for those of us over age 40. Why? Because did you know muscle 
and heart function start to decline after age 40. So in clinical trials, life has been shown to enhance the physical function and muscle strength while supporting normal cardiovascular health. So at age 53 and a half, I'm really concerned about maintaining my muscle density and of course my heart health. So I use this, I put one scoop in with water, but you could put it into a smoothie, you can put it into juice, and it is vegan, it is GMO-free, and it is patent-produced. It's an amazing, amazing product, and you can go to aminoco.com, that's A-M-I-N-O-C-O.com, slash lit, and save 30%. Now, David Barkus of the Harvard Business Review explains a little bit more why breaks can lead to creative breakthroughs. He says that researchers found that groups of people in in a, a research group that were given a break on an unrelated task generated the most ideas. And the explanation for that is that when you work on a problem continuously, you become fixated on previous solutions where taking a break from the problem can help you focus on something else entirely, and you're giving your mind some time to release that fixation, that orientation toward the same solutions, the same pathways, and those old pathways in a way can fade. And and we think about this a lot in our movement practices. Like we all have habitual movement tendencies, and they might not be the ones that are going to give us like this new surge or new um, stage of better movement practices, optimal movement practices. So maybe taking a little bit of break of doing your normal routine and infusing different types of movement can be the solution. And we do this, we try to do this in every one of our lit classes, for example. We really try to um, offer up some novel ways of moving to give your brain a fresh a fresh palette, a fresh way of accessing and integrating these movement patterns through a different neural wiring. So the other thing that has been noted by researchers and by neuroscientists is we we think of when we think of our brain, our brain is always thinking. Its job is to do that process. Um, it's it's giving direction to every system in our body to function. But we could simplify it in a way and think of the brain as having two modes. We have when you are doing creative work or learning something new or really working on tasks that you do regularly that take a lot of, you know, focus, you are in a focused mode. But you can have a different feeling when you're relaxed, daydreaming, taking a walk. Your brain is in a diffuse mode. And so studies have shown that activity in many regions of the brain increases when your mind wanders. This is fascinating. This gives such great reason for us just to kind of space out in a way, not space out, but just not be looking on our phones. When we think about how some of us were raised, we didn't have technology to always be entertaining us. We would just be in the car and looking out and daydreaming. And thinking, and this is again when we might come up with wonderful discoveries, wonderful like creative moments of making a song up or making a movement flow up. When our brain is daydreaming, we actually are able to solve some more difficult problems because 
Psychologist Scott Kaufman says that when the mind is wandering, this can serve multiple adaptive functions, such as future planning, sorting out current concerns, cycling through different information streams, distributed learning versus kind of cramming information, and then ultimately creativity. So when we're in focused mode, we're using the brain's prefrontal cortex, and that is where it kind of in a mode sometimes we, that path we stay in. So we see things the way we know them to be and the way we've done them before. But when we go into this diffuse mode, we're using multiple brain regions. And that allows us to go back and forth between perhaps the left and right hemispheres and come up with solutions, come up with creative approaches. So we're if we're really focusing, we could in fact be blocking that access to creativity. And so think about it. That's probably why we should give ourselves more opportunity for a creative break. I know for me, like when I let my mind wander with if I'm walking in the woods or I'm just kind of journaling, writing down ideas for flows or writing ideas for what I want to do in my life or goals, anything, I kind of just let brain go to pen, pen to paper, and I, my mind is coming up with things that I might not have already seen to be true. And research actually shows that doodling can stimulate new ideas while also helping us remain focused. So it's not that we're spacing out. We might be honing in to just a different approach. Exercise, of course, can help this tremendously because it's giving us energy, it's clearing out the clutter, it's helping us focus, and it can help us find that kind of calm place where our nervous system is more relaxed, our stress levels are lower, and that can set up the environment and ecosystem for creativity. Breaks can give us this time to really reflect on our work and come up with new ideas especially if we do feel stuck in any way. And I don't mean stuck necessarily in a bad or hard way, but just doing the same things we've done before. If we are in that focus mode and, you know, in a challenge, constantly focusing on a task, it's sometimes more challenging to think outside the box, which is really that opportunity for fresh ideas and creativity to flow. So I knew for me, this break allowed me space and time to imagine the path of my lit brand, including this podcast journey, and how I want to better link the virtual space of classes, trainings, podcast, and science to advance movement on all fronts for all people, because that's what brings me such joy and spark. So I hope that you will continue to join me on this ride and enjoy this new chapter in the podcast with renewed curiosity and creativity. And I encourage you to take your own creative breaks to replenish your brain, tank, and bloom seeds of creative purpose. And as always, I'm pulling for you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Redefining Movement. If you like what you've heard, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to leave us a rating and review or share with someone you know. Check us out at www.litmethod.com.